You're listening to the Branded Cowgirl Podcast, episode number three. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited you're here. Today, we're going to talk about Instagram, my favorite tool to connect and engage with people. It's literally where I'm able to find a bunch of new friends and new customers. Not to mention, it allows me to share my story each and every day in a little collage of squares. I really do love this app, but I also know that it causes so many people frustrations and confusion. You're tired of fighting the dang algorithm and you just want to start enjoying it for what it is again. Social media, right? During a lot of my one-on-one coaching sessions, the topic of Instagram gets taken over. And time and time again, I hear the same questions and the same concerns and sounds of desperation of how to make Instagram work for your business. And I find myself a lot of the time having to remind my students that Instagram is just social media, you guys. And while it can be such a powerful tool for business, we need to remember the roots of what makes us fall in love with it. But if you really are struggling with how to use Instagram for its intended purpose, and you wanna know how to work smarter, not harder, then this episode is for you. In this episode, I'm gonna be teaching you three simple yet powerful things you can start doing today to boost your Instagram engagement and start gaining more followers. Sound good? Let's do this. Hey, real quick, are you looking to give your Instagram bio a little upgrade? Your bio is the very first thing that people see when they come onto your profile, and since we're limited to the number of words we can put in there, we want to use that space super wisely. Did you know the average time it takes for someone to decide if they want to stay on your profile or not is less than three seconds? That's hardly any time at all, which means first impressions are everything. But how the heck do you know what to put in there that makes people want to stay there for more? Don't worry, I got you. I created a free guide that will walk you step-by-step through what to add and remove from your Instagram bio to make sure you are converting new followers and getting your people in the right place. It's totally free and I'm holding nothing back. You can get your download by heading over to sarahelrod.com slash Instagram. What are you waiting for, friend? Head to sarahelrod.com slash Instagram and click the link. I remember first creating an Instagram account for my photography business and thinking that I could just hide behind my work and it would speak for itself. And maybe for a little while it seemed to work as I was getting pretty regular clients. However, after time went on and my business wasn't so shiny and new, I got totally lost in the crowd. Photography, like a lot of other creative businesses, is a very saturated industry, meaning there are a lot of photographers in the world, and even in the tiny area that I lived in, it felt super competitive. I felt that competitive pressure and began to somewhat copy what other photographers that I deemed successful were doing. And of course, what I considered success at that time was that silly number above everyone's name on their profiles. Yes, I am talking about the amount of followers someone had. I assumed anybody who had over 10,000 followers was making a really great living at this and they were just raking in the business. But let me tell you something. Over the years, I've met a lot of people and I've talked with a lot of people who've had more than 10,000 followers and some of them don't make any money at all from their followers. And that's just the cold hard truth. Followers, sure, they're great, They can definitely help your business, but only if you know how to actually turn them into paying clients and keep them wanting more from you. The key word here is you. You can have 1,000 followers and make a six-figure income if you know how to utilize what you have at your fingertips. I don't consider myself a math whiz by any means, but (laughs) if each of those 1,000 followers gave you $100, boom, 
you just made $100,000. However, that's obviously easier said than done because I know so many of you are sitting there thinking, uh, yeah, Sarah, that's all fine and dandy, but how does one actually get them to want to buy what I have to offer? And that, my friend, is what brings me to tip number one. Show your face. Instagram is a social media platform. I've said that a few times already, and I will probably continue to say it more until you cannot get it out of your head. And I believe having that mindset around Instagram is super important because it will shape how you interact with people and what you post on the app. Too many of us, and I say us because I did it too, are hiding behind what we do instead of sharing who we are. I told you that I used to somewhat copy what other photographers were doing and I would try to match their style and just kept telling myself that if I could just do this thing or if I was only insert blank, then I would be as successful as they are. But what this really turned out to be was not success. It actually caused me some serious comparison issues and feelings of worthlessness. I doubted myself and thought that maybe photography just was not for me. But one day I kicked my butt into gear, I listened to a lot of podcasts, I spoke with the Lord, and I decided to just unfollow any accounts on Instagram that made me feel anything less than joy when I saw a photo of theirs pop up. Now, this doesn't mean I had any beef with these people. It just means if I found myself comparing myself to them in like a toxic way, I would just unfollow it out of sight, out of mind, all that jazz. I started to show my face more on my feed and in my stories and just being my weird goofy self and do you want to know what happened? The posts on my feed where I would show myself got significantly higher engagement and would bring in double the amount of followers. But why? When you, as the business owner, show up on your feed and in stories, you're showing that you are a real person, you aren't just some robot sharing pretty photos. And because industries such as photography are so saturated, sometimes the only difference between your business and someone else's is you. If a client reaches out to you and another photographer, and I'm just using photography as an example, but this applies to everybody, no matter what your business is. Um, and let's say you both send your pricing over and you both have roughly the same prices, the same amount of followers, a similar style. What's going to make the client want to choose you over the other photographer? The answer? Well, if you're not showing up, then probably not much. <laughs> it's pretty much just a 50-50 shot at that point. But if you are showing up on your stories, talking about things like how much you love your dog, and the client happens to be a major dog lover, then I bet you're going to get picked because they can relate to you. And honestly, the same situation can be applied even if you're charging more for the same service than the other photographer. And that's because anybody who really values good work and good business isn't just going to choose the cheapest option, but they will choose somebody who they feel is relatable and someone who they can understand and who makes them feel understood. Humans crave connection, especially now more than ever in a world where we're being forced to distance ourselves. So stop filling your Instagram feed with just your work and nothing else. I say a good rule of thumb is to show your face every, at least once every like nine tiles. But honestly, the more you can do, the better. And please don't feel like this is being narcissistic or too self-serving or whatever else your brain might be thinking right now. 
Instead, believe the truth, which is that people want to see you as the business owner. People want to learn more about you and become familiar with you because people buy from things and from other people that feel familiar. Posting a photo of you smiling and being happy in life doesn't mean you're obsessed with yourself and it can still be done in a very service-oriented way. Another thing I want you to keep in mind is that perfection is such a lie. And we are often held back from sharing photos of ourselves because we don't have a fancy camera or we don't have anybody to come take pictures of us, etc., etc. But let's be honest, you guys, iPhones these days are pretty dang amazing and they can take super nice quality photos. Don't be afraid of messing up your perfect feed with a slightly lower quality selfie. Again, it traces back to people feeling like they can relate to you. A selfie sometimes is way more relatable than just this high-quality, fashion-y photo of you. Show up in your stories, talk about your day, give a behind-the-scenes look at your work, or just talk about how you've gone to Starbucks like five times this week. Don't overthink this. The best part about stories is that they only last 24 hours, so if you're totally embarrassed, it'll go away after a while. (laughs) Once again, Instagram is social media not your website. Your face, your personality, and everything else should be represented on your Instagram. Honestly, your website too, but definitely your Instagram. You're more than just your work. Give people the reality to the person behind the camera or whatever it is you do, and I promise you're gonna fly. Okay, that was cheesy. Anyway, on to tip number two, which is engage with others. Want to hear me say it again? Instagram is freaking social media. I'm going to make t-shirts, so if you want one, send me a DM. (laughs) Haha, LOL, just kidding. But seriously, we oftentimes get so wrapped up in what we're going to post and spend so much time writing out the most amazing caption and pairing it with a great photo, and then we click post, and then we just wait for the likes and all the comments to start rolling in. But how can we expect others to engage with us if we are not going to go out of our way to engage with them? It sounds a little weird, but you have to train your followers to engage with you. I know, I know, kind of weird. But you can do this by putting things like call to actions in your posts and in your stories. And you can also do this by reaching out to them directly. Comment on their posts and their stories, send them messages or share things with them that would be helpful. Keep in mind, the algorithm favors comments of four or more words, so don't just slap a heart emoji under every single post on your newsfeed and call it a day. You want to be intentional and meaningful behind your comments. Actually care about what people have to say, read their captions, fully take in their photo, and respond accordingly. Pre-written out, copy and pasted comments are just not it. Be a genuine human being to others and they will do the same back to you. Also, make sure that when someone does leave a comment on your post, you're responding to each and every one of them. You don't have to do this immediately, but I usually like to set aside 20 minutes or so a day just to engage with others, but it's so important that you are acknowledging the fact that someone took the time out of their day to respond to your content. So don't just leave them high and dry by ignoring them and moving on to the next. And last but not least is tip number three, which is alternating topics. I have another episode coming up where I'm going to speak all about branding, like what it is, how to make one, all the things. But this tip is going to be kind of a nice little introduction for you. Along with posting photos and videos of ourselves, we want to make sure we are alternating topics or in other words, we're going to create content based off of our branding pillars. Now, I won't go too deep into this right now because like I said, I'm dedicating a whole episode 
episode to this, but basically you're going to want to choose roughly five-ish things or like five different topics that represent who you are. For example, if you are a coffee connoisseur and you just love getting your Starbucks coffee every day or whatever your jam is, that could be a branding pillar. You could also do things like you're an animal lover, a fashion guru, your family life, being a mom, being a wife. You could do something with pretty much any other things that make you who you are. And they don't have to be fancy or totally unique. In fact, I think the more relatable they are, the better. Keep in mind that these topics you are choosing are not all going to be related to your business. If you're a photographer, then only one of your branding pillars should really be about your photography business. The rest are just going to be whatever other titles you carry or whatever things you enjoy. Now, I want you to write those things down and underneath each one, I want you to write a list of content ideas below them regarding that particular topic. So let's just say one of your branding pillars or your topics is motherhood. Then some bullet points below that could be things like tips for new moms or how much you feed your kid in a day or what you feed your kid in a day. How much you feed? I don't know. Um, I'm not a mom yet. Uh, how you manage your time as a working mom is a good one or the story of your childbirth or whatever you're comfortable doing, but you get the idea. And once you've done that for each topic, you now have a lot of caption ideas for your Instagram posts and you're going to want to alternate your topics every single day. So post about motherhood on Mondays, then talk about your photography work on Tuesdays. You could talk about the gym on Wednesdays, talk about photography again if you want on Thursdays, and then your dog or whatever else on Friday. I also like to keep a list of hashtags related to each category pre-made on my phone so that I can attract all kinds of different audiences when I post that particular photo that goes with those hashtags. When you're just posting about your work and using hashtags only related to your business, let's say as a photographer, you're only attracting people that are looking for a photographer in that exact moment, or maybe other photographers, which is fine to a point, but you're limiting yourself for serious potential growth when you do stuff like that. If you're speaking to more audiences than just your photography clients, your account will grow and your audience will have a much wider variety. Plus, if you're able to attract people because they can relate to your love of coffee, that's great. Nurture those relationships for what they are at that time. But as time goes on, when you speak about what you do as a photographer, one of those people who followed you for your love of coffee might end up needing a wedding photographer down the road, and now you are in the front of their mind. Remember, there are people who are watching you from afar who may not be ready to book you yet, but they are waiting for that moment when they can. I actually just got an inquiry the other day that reminded me of just this. It was someone who had been following me for years and referred me to her friends as they've gotten engaged and now she got engaged and she finally got the chance to reach out to me. So always keep that in mind that even though they may have found you for a totally different reason, doesn't mean they won't end up using your services or products that you offer down the road. Okay, so let's do a quick little recap of the three key points from this episode on how to grow your Instagram account. Number one, show your face on your feed, your stories, make Instagram reels, IGTVs, and just all the things. Just show up for your people. Number two, engage with others. Never just expect people to engage with your content if you are not engaging with them. 
Be a real human being and remember that there are actual heartbeats on the other side of those usernames. And number three, have alternating topics so that your content is always fresh and can serve a wider range of people and grow your audience in new ways. Well guys, that is all I have for today. I hope these tips were helpful and that you can start utilizing them today. I would love it if you could take a screenshot of you listening to this episode and post it in your stories. Make sure to tag me at Branded Cowgirl Podcast on Instagram so I can see who is listening in and cheer you on over there. Also, if you could pretty, pretty please take just a few minutes to leave a review on this podcast, it would mean so, so much to me. And it helps me continue to pour out free content for you guys because I just love serving you so much. Also, be sure to join the exclusive Facebook group for the podcast. It's full of amazing creatives just like yourself. Plus, I drop more fun content over there and would love to hang with you. You can also ask questions, share your work, give podcast episode recommendations, and so much more. If you would like to access the links for this episode, you can find them in the show notes. Thank you so, so much for listening, and I cannot wait to hang with you guys again. Until next time, bye!